today with Joe Nash on Live 95. There's a few reasons, but the main one would be uh, the financial aspect of the whole thing. I've made a few calculations as to like where I'm living now. Uh, in, it's kind of a suburban area in Limerick. And uh, if I was to live in the same area, s- a similar type of area in Dublin, you would be further away from the city centre. So uh, I'm, I'm close enough now uh, in Duradoyle is where I'm living um, to be able to walk in, fortunately, uh, every every single day and walk home. It's a nice little walk. Uh, if I was to live in a similar area in Dublin, there'd be no chance of that. You'd be as well as the rent, which I'll get into in a minute, you'd be paying bus fares. So if it was a similar job, I'd be getting two buses every day. And um, right now, per annum, if I was to live in, say, a suburban Churchtown kind of an area of Dublin, per annum, including the bills, along with the rent, uh, I'd be paying about 9600 a year. That's just rent and bills. If I throw in travel, as in bus travel... That's another 561 uh, euro and 60 cent a year. So altogether, Joe, that's 10,161 and 60 cents. That's what we'd be paying in Dublin. Now, juxtaposed with Limerick, I've done the calculations and this is exactly, that was, that was the rent I'd be paying in Dublin. Definitely, I've done it. But over here in lovely Limerick, I am only paying, including with the bills, Around 4,000 a year. So it's 3,840. So uh, basically, Joe, per annum, just with bills, rent and travel, uh, I am saving, uh, what is it? Oh, yes, sorry, 6,321 and 60 cent a year. Wow, there you go. That was Moss talking about how much better off he is living in Limerick compared to Dublin. Our next guest is a Limerick woman and she's Senior Associate Solicitor with Callan Tansy Solicitors who are now opening up in Limerick and Janet Keane is heading up the Limerick branch and uh, she's on the line now. Good morning to you, Janet. Good morning, Joe. So tell us a little bit about your Limerick background then. Well, Joe, I suppose I'm a very proud Limerick woman. I come from Ashbrook on the Ennis Road. I went to St. Nessens Community College, which is possibly giving my age away, given it's no longer in being under that name. And after that, I would have attended Mary Immaculate College and University of Limerick. I see. And you ended up in Dublin? Yes. Uh, so in terms of my career, I have from qualification specialised in medical negligence, having trained and then worked for the same firm for, for the last 14 years. I worked actually in the medical defence industry, primarily representing GPs and private hospitals. And my own exposure to Callantanzi actually came as their opponents, as I was often defending the cases that they were prosecuting. I, I think it's safe to say we probably developed a very healthy respect for each other, uh, which paves the way for my current position with the firm. Mm. And, and Master's point is somebody who uh, used to live in Dublin, he moved to Limerick and you know, he saw all the advantages uh, of it. Does that ring true with you? It most certainly does. I, I I was one of those weekend warriors on the M7 motorway every Friday and Sunday. I never really cut ties with, with Limerick. I'm definitely accused of being a homebird. But uh, the cost of living, uh, the, and in particular, I think actually the quality of life between Dublin and Limerick, in particular, if you have a family at the moment, the contrast is stark. And I think a lot of people 
did migrate home in particular during the pandemic. Uh, and I, I was definitely one of those also. So you ended up basing yourself here during COVID-19? Yes, I I suppose I was home almost on a, on a full-time basis from March 2020. And then was actually went on maternity leave uh, during, you know, had my first baby in February 2021. So it's very difficult to explain a, a hybrid remote working model to a newborn. So I was very fortunate <laughs> yes. and grateful to receive the opportunity from a firm I respected hugely, like Callan Tansy, um, to, to head up their Limerick office on Lower Mallow Street. Right, very good. And all well on the home front? Absolutely. Uh, flying, uh, attending crash and uh, loving every minute of it. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Um, so, uh, Janet, you mentioned how uh, you came to the attention of Callan Tansy. So, um, and you're not far from us here, actually, at the radio station. Your, your new office is Lower Mallow Street, isn't it? So, so, just talk to us about, you know, let's be honest about this. Limerick is reasonably well served for solicitors. So why have Callan Tansy decided to set up here? Well, first off, I'd probably say, Joe, Calentansi have a national reputation. Look, when it comes to medical negligence and personal injury, they were honoured to win Medical Negligence Personal Injury Law Firm of the Year for the second time at the Irish Law Awards in, in November last. And the partners of Calentansi were really blown away by the pace and scale of the development in Limerick City on their trips down here before the office opened. Uh, the trips happily coincided with the summer heat wave, which I suppose only amplified the city's beauty for them at the time. Time. And we were very grateful to actually Gordon Carney of Rooney Auctioneers who gave us an almost walking tour of the city and the various premises uh, they could see for themselves. But having wanted to expand into Munster for some time and they've represented clients from Limerick and the surrounding areas in the past, they chose the city specifically having carried out their own research and seeing the vibrancy of the city for themselves. And as a consequence of that, they're here and you feel that there is this gap, is there, in this kind of specialisation you're talking about? Yeah, it's it's an area of law that never really waned, even during the economic crash in 2008. Uh, that's possibly a contributing factor to the fact that the area never waned. The massive cuts to frontline services, which were a consequence of the slashing of budgets since 2008, we believe have, have affected the incidences of clinical har- harm and mistake. But well, Joe, what I would say in my experience, it's, it's very rare for a person to embark on a medical negligence case lightly. They do so often with a heavy heart, but more so because of the often lifelong consequences suffered by them when something does go wrong. There's often a huge financial burden to be borne by patients harmed, but more often than not, when clients consult with me, money is very rarely referred to. Instead, they focus on the reduction in their quality of life. They may have an altered prognosis or even life expectancy. Their ability to live an active life as they once might have is reduced. And in particular, they focus on the effect it has on their loved ones and their wider family and friends. Uh, yeah, and I'm very interested in that. We're talking to uh, Janet Keane, who's Senior Associate Solicitor with Callan Tansy Solicitors, who uh, are uh, basing themselves in Limerick um, uh, through their office on, on Mallow Street here in the city. Um, because as you know... And it's interesting, you've seen it from both sides. You, you have defended the likes of doctors uh, and now you're on the other side with Callan Tansy. There is a tendency to look at uh, legal firms in this respect and think, oh, well, you know, they're in it for the money. You know what I mean? 
it's 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 put to us and it's something that we have to contend with and it's something actually patients and potential plaintiffs have to contend with joe but off, and often patients feel that the task in pursuing a hospital or a doctor with all the resources they have is just too mammoth it's a it's a david versus goliath type battle and at the same time those patients are regularly in the midst of their own health challenges and battles and that only compounds their fear at investigating the harm caused to them and while I'm not here to say that the task of pursuing a medical negligence case is easy or quick, what I can say and what is paramount, I think, for, for clients is that they know and have faith in their solicitor and their solicitor's ability for example, to navigate complex medical records, to instruct the necessary medical experts correctly and precisely. And patients who have been through so much already have to have faith that once they give their valued instructions to their solicitor, in particular, I would say in a medical case, that a huge amount of the load is then lifted off them. And that solicitor has the appropriate legal experience and medical expertise to ensure the best outcome for them. Janet, besides yourself, how many other people will be in the Limerick office? Uh, the firm is in its infancy in Limerick. We've, as I say, we just opened uh, just before Christmas on Lower Mallow Street and we've already fielded applications from both support staff and solicitors who are familiar, I suppose, with the firm's reputation. We definitely hope to emulate the success of the other satellite branches that have opened and we've aspirations for expansion in Limerick as well. Okay, very good. Well, listen, we look forward to talking to you again in the future because this is obviously a subject that comes up a lot on yeah. this show from all sorts of different angles. So your expertise would definitely be welcome. And it's good that you've had the opportunity to uh, come back and base yourself in, uh, in Limerick um, uh, full time as well. And we thank you very much for your time this morning. Thanks, Joe, for having me on. I Take appreciate care. it. Have a good week. That's uh, Janet Keane uh, there, uh, who uh, is uh, with Callan Tansy Solicitors, and uh, they uh, specialise in neglig- uh, medical negligence uh, cases. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash.